This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. It's day 31 of the WSOP, and it's fucking Friday. Let's go, baby. We, I have to tell you, the, the hardest part of starting the show every single day is the 15 to 20 seconds before going live and actually having a moment of silence. It, it's impossible <laughs> with us. Uh, this happens with Poker Out Loud, too, so they have to get the room temperature. Or sorry, not the room temperature, uh, room the, tone. the the room, room tone. tone. And we have to do 15 seconds of silence at the end of every filming. And sometimes it's an impossible, especially when Conrad's dealing, impossible <laughs> task. <laughs> Poor production, man. They're just well, like, it's so man. hard to be quiet for 15 seconds. And it's not even the talking always. Like when you have chips in front of you yeah. and six people at the table, it's mm-hmm. so hard to get them yeah. to just don't not touch it. Right, yeah. Like, I know. I like sit by. on your hands. <laughs> What are you laughing at? Yo, they're like, nah, the hardest part of this show is starting on time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Now you know why. Yeah, yeah now you yeah. know why. You yeah, it takes us a half an hour to get everyone to shut the hell up. Yeah. That's true. Oh, my God. Bro. Yeah, we're, we're over here We've screaming already, at the top of our lungs. It is the weekend. We've already screamed at the top of our lungs today. So. <laughs> That's what makes it fun. We've had three very loud arguments with <laughs> Melissa just going, ah! Is there just these fucking guys <laughs> no you're part of the guys i'm not i'm sitting there you're like, you're with my out. brain bleeding out of my ear guys, because you guys yelling. are so stupid yes i know this is my time to yell at all of you instead of oh, you see, yelling but at, at least we get it off no, i don't want to <laughs> get it off. no we're cutting it off there i said my piece i'm not gonna back and forth that's oh, it man. we are off screen I, I and on screen. I gotta tell you, uh, this I might be my favorite fucking show. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have brothers growing up, and I, I feel like uh, I wish I had. We're your family now. Uh, my sister and I fought a lot, but <laughs> after getting to know Landon really well and having a good sense of what it was like being a triplet, I'm so happy. I mean, <laughs> being a triplet just seems like never it's a sibling. Bro, a we're not experience. even triplets. We're supposed to be quadruplets, but I ate one. <laughs> Did you? Guys- That's how much we hated each other. I ate you. <laughs> you don't. You, you live within me now. <laughs> so weird. I, know. I didn't know this until like a couple we we, a month ago. We, we told, told you. you before, and we were the ones. Yeah, so you didn't know anything. You're we a monster, man. It's you obvious you absorbed something. <laughs> You're like twice the size of your siblings. Both of them added up. You're twice that size. Legitimately, when you guys were growing up, did it ever go to blows? Yes, I told you. You asked me, like, do you ever get into fight with someone? I was like, yes. I fought with my brothers multiple times. Like, fists were thrown. Yes, fists were thrown. <laughs> People would we'd kick each other. We'd throw, we'd throw hands. I got... Dalton hit me with a right hook at the community pool. <laughs> my nose started bleeding and the cops came. <laughs> you called the cops, you snitch! No. You snitched it! No, can, can I finish? Okay. I'm gonna let you finish, but let me finish. <laughs> so the pool has a camera, and they saw it. Like they saw it on the camera, and they saw yeah. blood. So they had to. How they old had were to. you? 
We were like 10. This is some Florida shit, 11, man. 11, 12. Yeah. Man, there were fist fights at the pool every fucking that day. Was, no cops. There was a fist Florida. fight at my school in Horace Mann. It was called Horace Mann. The principal came to the fight. My little brother. <laughs> he literally came to the fight. It was like, Hardest it was like okay, man. Horace Mann. <laughs> Horace Man. Hardest Man School? Horace Man. You had the Hardest Man competition? Bro, I don't know. Which one could get the hardest? He came. Dr. Prado. He came came to the fight. He was like, all right, so who's going to fight today? (laughs) (laughs) It was like one of those, like, you know, when like the school's out, like there's like kind of like there's classes, but not really like we all just kind of show up and leave. It was then. There's this. uh, Do you guys know the comedian Eddie Griffin? No. You know, Lamar Griffin, Griffin. Yeah, of course. Okay, he was in. Uh, he was in Deuce Bigelow, now. I believe. Uh, anyway, hilarious comedian. Uh, his comedy hour on HBO in the '90s was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But there's this bit he does where he talks about how he used to go to school so high. And, oh, oh yeah, I know. Him. And he's like, <laughs> Carter's like, oh yeah, I know. Ah. We, we smoked out back last I, week. I thought you were talking about some white guy, not him. No. <laughs> uh, so you talk, th- this this bit is he goes to school so high that like his eyes are so bloodshot that people would stop in the hall. He's like, I blink, they go. <laughs> and uh, he said he had this one teacher, and they just referred to him as darkness. <laughs> And he's like, one day he pulls me out in the hall. And he's like, you high? He's like, come on, teach. Why you got to mess with me, man? You know I'm high. Why why, why are you doing this to me? And he's like, that man looked me in the eye, cocked his fist back, hit me in the chest so hard that all the air I thought I owned. Gone. So a woman walked by, bottled in a jar, and said, I got Eddie's hair for sale. That's got to always remind me of when you said your principal yeah. showing up at fights. Some things that are just funnier when oh, you fun. see them. He's the yeah, comedian. When be. you yeah, say them, you know, it's just not it. funny. Uh, you you got to see the comedy yeah, hour. Yeah, it's yeah. very it's good. Always, it's, it's better very good. than that. Was there a lot of fights in your school? <laughs> I, I believe yeah. that. Matt was in all of them. We grew, <laughs> we grew up in a little farm town. Yeah, like, yeah. like Midwest, man. I think everybody's challenging the total pole every day. Well, there was a weird, the weirdest fight I've ever seen was, was like probably like a seventh grade fight. And my boy, uh, Chris Sayer, he got into a fight with this other person. But then, like, the English teacher lady, she was, she was older, and she, she got in the middle, and she caught the right hook straight to Ooh. the chin. And I was like, oh, no. And then, like, she fell, and it was, like, really sad. Oh, no. Did she die? <laughs> she, no. Did she, she die? Die. <laughs> But it was, like, it was kind of sad. It was, it was a sad, sad day. It was that a sad, sad day. I was just like, damn, like, she didn't. You know, she didn't deserve that. She didn't deserve that. No, no. and she was really nice. It's just like part of the hockey culture. Like if people want to fight, they just like let them fight for a certain amount of time, and then they stop it. Like not not until like pros. Yeah, so I mean, I just mean like for pro, like for pro for pro level stuff. Like what's what's going on there? Um, I think that if they square up, the referees don't intervene until until like you know somebody's defenseless. Okay, but if it's something where uh. Like there's a rush at the boards or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll quickly try to like break it up before it starts. Mm-hmm. So like there's the like toe to toe fighting that they do. Yeah, which doesn't really happen all that often any longer. Yeah, usually, usually uh, it's once someone loses their footing, then they. Break yeah, it yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. But wasn't but there like, wasn't there like a small uh, window of time where they promoted like. 
it was like a promotion of like, oh, you will see a fight. No, something like so that. Uh, so first you'll see, you'll see something. So first, like, what was more common practice is like part of the code or the ethics of hockey, where like if if there was like a goon on the other side that did something messed up, did, did what? <laughs> Fix your mic. He's head glitching the microphone. Just right lower now. your mic. <laughs> lower oh, and pull it oh, closer. There you go. <laughs> no, sorry, Mike. Like, lower it a bunch and pull it closer and turn it up like I'm this. Done. Whatever. <laughs> it's it's not a hard thing to figure out. Um, like back in the day, they would ju- if you had like somebody do something messed up on the other side, like it was kind of like throwing at a hitter in baseball. At the faceoff, the they would literally just drop the gloves and square up. That doesn't really happen too often any longer. Um, but there was I don't know if it's the IHL or whatever, but there's this documentary on Netflix uh, that I think you're referring to, and there was a team called the Trashers that was put together by this mob boss in i think long island mm, uh course. maybe not it, it might not have been in new york it might have been in boston but either way oh yeah yeah sorry i think it was like just outside of connecticut um right. or just inside of connecticut uh so he 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 was he was waste management obviously that was his career so they created this team called the trashers danbury and, trashers yeah the danbury trashers and he built it out of goons the entire squad was just goons <laughs> and they would do promotions of like there would be like there were games where at the opening face off just drop the gloves and fucking go at it you know the gm of the team was 17 years old oh yeah he, so he bought the team for his son his son was in high school and he was the gm of the team uh they they they, they uh signed gretzky's son or sorry gretzky's brother uh to be like the big name to promote um i think that there were a couple former NHL guys. I think uh, I can't remember the names of, of who they were. Just enforcers, though. Mike no, Rupp. there were a couple scores, but Mike like Rupp the majority. Was on there? Rupp, yeah, right. Rupper was on there. Uh, he's a former Penguin, actually, um, and played for the Rangers too. Yep. Uh, he was on the team, and there were a couple others that were like big scores from the NHL that either were like rehabbing or had like lost their career. They were older, uh, but the vast majority were just goons. There were just like guys out there to intimidate and just like break bodies. Uh and the the commissioner of the league like tried to get them disbanded, whatever. They ended up they ended up losing in the finals that year. And then I think the following year, uh the father went to jail for Of course. Uh, you know, mob mob events. The has kinda gone by the wayside in um hockey. Wait, say that again? The enforcer. What about it? It's kinda gone like by the it's, wayside. It's much hockey. less now. Yeah. Yeah. It's more speed and like a lot more. Yeah. The game's a lot more wide open. I mean, the rule change happened, I think, man, it might be 10 years now where they took out the center line. So you used to not be able to have a two-line pass, and yeah. it slowed the game way down, like in Lemieux's era. Mm-hmm. Um, the Olympic-style hockey didn't have the center line. So you had this big wide open kind of gameplay. It was fast. There was a lot of scoring. Yep. But in the NHL, they had the center line. So you couldn't, you couldn't make a two-line pass, which meant that if you were in the defensive zone, you couldn't pass center ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it prevented a lot of breakaways and yeah, goons and enforcers were just a big part of it because they it was a defensive game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but when they took that away, I think it opened the game up a lot. Speed is obviously heavily encouraged. There are a lot of young talent like Connor McGra- uh, McDavid coming up. Everybody are, in Rangers. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> anyway. Connor Ryan McGregor, Reese. famous hockey player. Who was? Connor McGregor. Connor McGregor. I, I slipped the high. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Connor McGregor, Connor McDavid. Uh, he actually played in Erie. Really? Yeah, played for. Uh, yeah. I can never remember the Seawolf. No, Sea-Wolf. that was the, That's the baseball, baseball team. team. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Whatever. Yeah. 
XFL, baby, bring it back. <clears throat> oh, that so that's the end. That guy who owned the Thrashers is now an adult, and he's starting a new league, but it's just hockey fights. There's no hockey. There's no hockey. What? They just they just have ice fights. They they put on ice skates and fist fight. I mean, like boxing matches. Uh, yeah, why not? I don't know. I can think of a million reasons why not. You're on fucking ice. I mean, they have skiing stuff where you're skiing and shooting stuff. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eerie otters. It's the otters, otters, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Man, uh, all the Olympics is just like different kinds of skiing. That that is indeed it's, cool. I got so mad at the Olympics because <laughs> I don't want to see skiing. That what do you much. want to see? What do you want to see? Ice dancing. Like, <laughs> you cried you cry during one of the ice dances. I did, I cried. There's plenty of ice dancing. Wait, okay, what no, is the real term to that? More... What is it called? Ice, ice dancing. There should just be more other finger stuff. Skating. You know? you. No, there are two different like, events. Yeah, ice dancing different. is the thing and figure skating is the thing. Ice dancing really okay. a thing. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. Whatever. But I, knew what you I don't know what about. which one I like then. Uh, ice dancing is the couples. Dancing is when you cry. You cry during the ice I like the couples. Yeah, where they have the coordinated routine. It's like dancing with the stars only, you know, on ice. Yeah, I really yeah. like. See, it. isn't that a great idea? So it's the same thing as fighting, but you're on ice. <laughs> fighting with the stars yeah. on ice. <laughs> fighting with the stars on ice. You just get a bunch of celebrities I mean, teach them how to fight, and then they. Look, I, I think that there are, especially with the popularity of UFC, I think there are plenty of people out there looking for violence. People love the gladiator pit, man. Yeah, like, it's just gladiator yeah, pit it's mentality. It's in our blood. It's, it's the thing we haven't evolved past. No, yeah. and we yeah. probably never will. Our bar barbaric minds. Why do we like minds. that as humans? You just want to see a I spectacle. People uh, like seeing the world burn. Well, <laughs> People... I, I think like by default, we just have like warriors and and non war you know what i mean like yeah. there are people who their default mechanism is to fight whenever they're under fight, any sort of stress. Light or freeze. freeze. I am a freezer. Are you? I uh -huh. think I am a freezer also. Yeah. Well, I, I think it depends will, on the circumstance. I will zoot out into like another universe if something's stressful. Can't yeah. get through. I'm like dead behind the eyes. I think under general <laughs> stress, maybe. I'm a fighter yeah. because I work well in those circumstances. But well, if I'm physically being threatened, mm -hmm. I think I freeze. Like when I would get chased when I was a kid by like kids in the neighborhood or my brother, I would immediately drop and and run. You, you do the armadillo. Rock. You yeah. the armadillo. <laughs> yeah. It's the and armadillo strategy like, where you invisible. curl up into a bar. It's like the tortoise coming into a shell. And then I, I was so like tightly, you know, they couldn't, they would try and unwrap me. <laughs> I couldn't, you know, they couldn't do anything. You just fell down. She wants to see the battle of the tortoises. blades. She wants to see. Wait, is this, is this how your nickname came about? Because like shitting yourself in that moment will definitely no, be a great defense mechanism. You know when I shit myself, I already told that story on air. That's great. No, I, I didn't shit then. That made it to Reddit. I know. <laughs> That's great. There's a Reddit thread of Melissa Schubert talks about shitting herself on a podcast. <laughs> Can't anyone start a Reddit thread? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but this is a popular it thread. Was popular Bro, thread, what yeah. was up with that snap story yesterday? What's not? Oh, why was it my face? <laughs> I looked, and I, I have the have, same. We should have told. How do we not have it? There was literally. I go literally. So I just. Funny. I'm at. I'm at wherever I'm at, and then uh, I open my phone and I go on Snapchat, and I, and they have this Discover page, and I'm like, yo, that looks like Berkey. What is Berkey doing on the Discover page of Snapchat? And I and I open it, and I'm like, is that Berkey? And then I'm like, they have like an entire story. I was like just a, Berkey. Yeah, it's like a and I'm just story. like, so I just send it all in the group. <laughs> it's so funny. And then the first one I said, Berkey's like, 
what the fuck is this? He's like wearing a dress. <laughs> they put him in a dress yeah. and he's like making like a And then I said more and more and more. And then the chat just blows up like, oh my God. <laughs> so look, I have it on mine too. Yeah, and what, it's it's me. You, well, why are you so famous? So look, it's me and then it's the person that I communicate most with on Snap. Uh, which ironically is But I don't my talk ex. to you on Snap. Wait, <laughs> he's never exchanged any messages. So I don't know ironically, why. Not, Share dude. them with it's, the group. Also, I don't know why it's not you. It should be your face. Yeah, it nah, should be your face. You're so fucking famous. It, is it because you guys are so close in location or something? It can't be. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's... The thing, the thing is called like cameo stories or something like that. I have that on mine. Mm, uh, you don't? No. I think it's default. Um, so it's cameo stories or whatever. It literally comes out every single day. There's a new theme to it. Snapchat is, man, I, this is where I lose Ooh. the Zoomer generation. I don't understand it at all. My nephew I haven't opened up Snapchat Snap, probably Snap. in like five years. My so. nephew doesn't text anybody. No, he just he snaps. Really? He only he snaps. He sends a picture of his shit. Exactly. <laughs> Every single time he sends a text message, he has to do it with a photo. A photo of just like... Of his chin. Like, he'll just chin. be like, boom. And then, like, write a message. I'm like, that's exhausting, that's everyone, bro. Though. I don't think that's everyone. That's like a niche thing. His whole friend group does it. Interesting. I mean, oh, Landon... Do you know people that do that? Landon doesn't do it. I don't... I think I, it's I, because I Googled your name on my phone. Remember when we were doing the... How much net worth you are? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. I think that the generations have gotten sectioned into like tiny slivers ever since like the internet started, where it's like it's no longer like a group of ten years. It's like people within two like years, a two-year two span. They like, they use Snapchat, like they use TikTok, like. He and my know, nephew like, are the same age though. I don't use TikTok. Yeah. No, but Snapchat. I I don't use it anymore. Landon's an to. old soul. You, you, yeah. you, you, you talk, your friends are average age of fifty. So I was just about to say yeah. That. yeah. 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 No. He's an people old soul. Use, he's people, not he's not on Tinder trying to fuck. He's right. not on Snap sending dicks. He's on Tinder, you know, critiquing <laughs> trying to find a wholesome cat. Yeah. <laughs> huh. huh. No, like I don't use Snapchat. Huh. I don't use I don't use TikTok. I'm sure like I'm sure people my age do use Snapchat. What about TikTok. your brothers? I think they mostly just use Instagram and Snapchat. What about your yeah. sister? I think she uses TikTok. But she's two but, and a half years younger than uh, me. Uh, sorry, I'm sp uh, Snapchat specifically. <clears throat> like, do, do they, they use communicate a lot through do. Snap? I think they still use it. Like, you can check how much someone uses Snapchat based off their Snap score. Yeah, my There's generation had, like, a Snapchat phase for, like, like a few years. Keeping Snapchat Like, in, like, 2017 and, and stuff. Same with, same with ours. I used, yeah. to, I used to be deep in the Snapchat streets a little bit in, like, middle school. In like, middle, middle high school, like, I would use it. But I think for, like, the, the older crowd, like us, the, the millennials, where the we're kind crowd. of, like, hybrids born into technology or whatever, I think for us, we just go with what's most established and efficient. So, like, yeah. Snapchat was a thing for a second. Yeah. And then Instagram ripped off everything right. that they do. We're like, oh, we're already the using stories. IG. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's why I use Instagram more Snapchat now. for stories. Well, and now I use buy. Instagram for and stories. Yeah. 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 Snapchat had it. It's had, it had its time and its place. Like, Instagram just has everything. It's yeah. also with, with Facebook. And we used to be, like, I guess, like, us, the middle school to Facebookers. Like, I had Facebook when I was in fifth grade. And I hated it. Did you have MySpace though? I, I never. MySpace. I was my right, top eight was popping. I was right. Did you have like the custom MySpace. layout and stuff? Of course. Yeah. I didn't have MySpace. I had Facebook. Wait, wait, what was your MySpace song? Wow. You didn't have a oh, song. It was probably um, Trey songs. Um, Bottoms up. You no, know what mine no, was? no, man. I, I can't. Mine think was stunting right like my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, Man. on MySpace? You had MySpace? Yes. Wow. You had MySpace? Yeah, you had MySpace. Yeah. Had mirror, Mine was definitely something like... Pictures. How old were you when you had MySpace? Okay. 13? Wait Mine a was probably like Lifehouse Hanging by a Moment. Oh, God. I never had MySpace. I'm the, worst. It's a good song. I'm the yeah, fucking you know. worst. It's a good song. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> I judge you younger go, me you so hard. You go to Berkey's page just like... I'm hanging by my My aim, my aim away messages were always, lyrics. always quotes. Always. Oh my quotes. God. Songs, movies. Yeah. Yeah. Sad song lyrics. Not always sad, but no. like sometimes some, somewhere sad. between mopey and like yeah. motivational. Somewhere between psychotic and iconic. But yeah, there was always a sad undertone to it. Like every time that it was a, it was a movie quote, it had something to do with baseball. Always. Wow. And like, just basically how I was like, inspirational baseball I need you, quote. Not I need even necessarily you. inspirational, but just like how I was really trying to convince myself that I had a fucking shot uh, okay. when I knew I didn't deep yeah, down. But that's what you're supposed to do when you're a teenager. I need you to yeah. explain something to me. What was MySpace and what was its purpose? It MySpace. was Facebook before Facebook. Yeah. Right. But MySpace what? Was it was you the can same make thing your as own, Facebook. like custom profile with like a song in it. There was all these layouts. You would copy the HTML and put it in your thing. Yeah. MySpace was actually a good product. It was sick. Yeah. So why did MySpace die? Because MySpace space ended up selling to fox and then things kind of started going downhill from there it turned and into then, like a music platform and i think yeah. didn't like and facebook kind of like took over i mean of course facebook had a, a, yeah. a you know a decent amount of influence in their their downfall but mm -hmm. it wasn't only because of facebook yeah there was gotcha. other problems too okay. i mean facebook came in and took a lot like, no, for sure. But I'm saying was, like, what made Facebook the, the platform so survived so and Facebook, then Fox just connect, like didn't care about it. Facebook, it you could die. connect your EDU address. So you were like automatically networked with the people in your school. And you okay. also had like a timeline as where MySpace didn't have that. Could you DM people on MySpace? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, okay. But like you could have friends like, on right. MySpace. Oh my God, remember the like message board? Like... The message board when you would do like quizzes and stuff, you would fill out surveys, MySpace surveys. You didn't Man, do this that? Is, this is very this like maybe time. a girl This thing. is when I was like yeah. third MySpace grade, was a so. good product. MySpace was decent for sure. MySpace Man, I can't even imagine being like caught a kid in the ages of like six to eight with all this technology and social media stuff now it's like if you're six and have like an in, like what do you need a facebook for when you're like eight seven i think that way about cell phones have. like if i were to have a kid like they're nine-year-olds with cell phones for right. sure yeah. it's like why do you have I a mean, cell phone i got six a year -olds, phone yeah. when i was really young i got a phone like, when i was 12. i, I think i yeah, was like me too. i had seven. a sidekick Oh, that, I man, I would be so hesitant. No, I had a, I had a black. It was just one of those Nokia like bar yeah, phones. No I think I was yeah, twenty I when I got my first cell phone. I was eighteen when I got my yeah. first one. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. My second I, year of college was my first. I was eighteen when like I got my first one. You couldn't send oh. you couldn't send text messages yet. Oh, you guys are old though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Old. yeah you guys are really old. Yeah. Oh yeah, phones were so expensive. Yeah, I mean, I got it when I was eighteen because it was it was when they very first started, like affordable plans where you had reasonable amounts of minutes for. 30, Nobody texted. It wasn't even a thing. You couldn't. Yeah, it wasn't a thing. You, the, the phones didn't have the capability yet. Mm -hmm. um, I was never home, so the second my mom was able to get me a cell phone, she got me one. Someone said to ask if I was a Tumblr girl. I was. Okay, so Tumblr. Tumblr is uh -huh. just like images Great. and pictures, right? It was just images and quotes, kind of. Like Tumblr is like, be the best you could be. And it's like you and your friends with like no. the, the picture of the shoes. Tumblr was almost like a, no. a vision board of sorts. Yeah, it was like sort of like, like a, a vision, vision journal. Board and you. Yeah, and you share different stuff that Tumblr sucked. What it's, you like, no, it's like an aesthetic. It was like wrong. an aesthetic sort Tumblr of thing. Tumblr was bought by Yahoo. 
What yeah, do you it mean? sucks and now. Then, and then Tumblr started, was used by Tumblr was, Tumblr was OnlyFans before OnlyFans was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Girls probably, would just. I didn't do that though. I would just retweet, like I would retumble, whatever it was called. Retumble. Retumble. I would reshare share things that were like aesthetically anytime, pleasing. Anytime on a dating app I saw a girl had a Tumblr, I was positive she was going to have nudes. Yeah. It was just a thing. Now they don't allow it. But I've never they, even yeah, heard yeah, of Tumblr. They ruined Tumblr. I've Tumblr. heard of Tumblr, but I've never used it. It was right around the time where... of Vine. It Vine was... was so ahead of its time, too. I love Vine. Vine was so yeah. good. Vine was so quick. Vine was like Vine TikTok. just became TikTok. Yeah. yeah. No, sure. Vine, Vine was the best, man. Vine was so fucking good. Like, I didn't watch good. any of like the Elder six stuff. Seconds, wait, six seconds. Six seconds. What happened to Vine? No, no, Vine no, no, they, Vine they collapsed died. and then okay. TikTok Vine, took like, over. Vine collapsed and like yeah. people were like Vine famous and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I was kind of the yeah. first thing. Oh. Like, it was Instagram famous, like Vine famous. Like, Is yeah. that where these nuts came from? <laughs> no, no, uh, no, I don't think, no, but. It's, Wait, I think Vine actually got bought by Instagram. I don't know what happened, mistaken. but it's gone, but it was great. That was a, that was a video though. Man, there's so much ADHD in Vine. Yeah, but I, I thought it was on Vine. That, that, like, that's where he went. But Tumblr was where all the like emo girls were. Yes. <laughs> That's where I learned how to be like emo. <laughs> emo and do my hair emo and stuff and cut my own hair with a you razor became, blade. You became a, a doomer for a second. So Vine was shut down because it failed to you support his content. Still creators, a doomer. Oh, Vine, Vine was bought by Twitter. <laughs> you're not a doomer. You're great. Oh, maybe it was Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Vine was bought by Twitter. Yeah, for they dust. tried to and yeah, they tried to do they tried to do they tried to merge it maybe with Periscope. Was that yeah, a thing yeah, for yeah. a minute? Oh, yeah, that, Periscope. That was the whole thing. Vine. They so, bought it for nothing. Yeah, the it timeline was, yeah. was like Vine being But also cool, they failed at and that then too. Periscope Twitter, was after that was bad, through Twitter. That was a bad purchase because Twitter doesn't even... They're, they're terrible at this whole video thing. Man, Vine was they, so what was, good. What's the... It was fine. The, the sleets? What's, what's, what oh, did they have? That was so brief. Fleets? <laughs> what was that? Fleets. 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 Well, it wasn't even that bad. That. It was Instagram stories no, for Twitter. Just, I liked it. Yeah, but I, just yeah, I, I found it to be pretty plan. useless. It's not, it's not good Twitter needs to lean into the fact that it's a blogging platform and not try to be Agreed. overly mm -hmm. media driven. Like, yeah. I like, enjoy take over Instagram. Yeah, right. like it like, does a great job of that. sharing viral videos and yeah. should lean into that. But the but idea like, that like somehow grams. we're going to lean into images and yeah, uh, it's like it's like I'm much. already having my stories on Instagram. Why am I going to do yeah, it? It's like literally those are two platforms. If they just work on what they do, yeah, yeah, be the best at what you do rather than trying to be everything. I think. Uh, little little piece of advice for Elon out there if he's listening. You know, we got you, man. <laughs> We're holding it down here in the Only Friends podcast. We'll 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 guide you in the right direction. We have a healthy mix of of boomers in Lamana, millennials in me. Wait, <laughs> wait, what? what? Wait, wait. <laughs> wait. The fucking zoomer wait. corner over there. I'm not a zoomer. You're a zoomer. You're, You're borderline zoomer. You're a zoomer at I'm heart. On the cusp. I am actually technically a millennial. You're, 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 I'm 95. You, you are. So the way that we translate boomers like, to you. You know what? Is this my what I'm just destined to be? Because I don't fit in with the full Asians. I don't fit in with the full whites. <laughs> I don't fit in with the millennials. I don't fit in with the Zoomers. You're I'm just you. cusping through life. You're That's a, great. You're, you're a Tumblr girl. Yeah, you're a Tumblr girl. <laughs> Yeah. You're a Tumblr cusping girl. Through, I would try and f go and sit with the like full Asian people and they'd be like, so, so we that? are, we're translators for the millennials for Gen X because we're right on the cusp. Uh -huh. you, you're, oh, you're cusp with Gen X? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You are a translator for Zoomers to the millennials. Yeah, no, Wait, I am. Did you for use sure. Zoomers yeah. use AIM? No, I used I AIM. I had AIM. I had AIM. I didn't know it was AIM. You like four. <laughs> I knew I it existed. I didn't use it as like talking no, to friends I or whatever, but I had an AIM account. I had one. 
Really? I, I fought hard against I Skype. The small I used little, AIM up until like 2014. There's like a small little guy when he was like kind of like running. Yeah, like, yeah I know what it's AIM is. Yeah. guy. Nothing yeah, yeah. was better than AIM on a sidekick. The only people I knew who had sidekicks growing no. up were drug dealers. No, the sidekick was <laughs> super fun. The only people I knew who had sidekicks growing up growing up were the drug aim, dealers. The, What's your the, point? The aim, the aim on the sidekick was The only thing that was better than aim on the sidekick was when uh when the Blackberry came out with yeah, their I had a Blackberry. What was too. what was their messaging app called? BBM. BBM. Yeah, BBM was the shit. I never got into Blackberry. BBM was the shit. That was like the group messaging. It was WhatsApp because Remember, it was it was encrypted. It, yeah, but you BBM could only use it with other BBM. Yeah, of course. Uh, I hated yeah, but it. If you didn't no, have well, a BlackBerry, oh then get with it. You know, you were not in our BBM I had Blackberries. Wait you a minute. Did. Was was BlackBerry like pretty cool with when it comes to like technology and stuff before yeah. Apple and then Apple took over? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. BlackBerry used to be yeah. everything. Like, yeah. Because now, I only know Apple. Like my first device electronically was an iPod Touch. Like well, BlackBerry think, now has a big contract with the government. I think I think that's why I'm a droid guy is because I went from Blackberry to Android. Yep. I've never no, I've never BBM, owned an iPhone BBM in my was life. Absolutely, it's so weird. Well, because I there never wasn't like... group messaging other than BBM, really. Like BBM there wasn't was, really group messaging. BBM was the best for sure. But then you know when Steve Jobs ended up discovering that we all wanted a a, a big screen and and he didn't need a keyboard anymore, then it was game over. <laughs> yeah. Did Seriously. any of you uh, ever use Kick? K-I-K? Yes. Listen, that was another one where it was like you were positive that you were talking to a bot or a prostitute yes. whenever she was like, kick Bro, me. listen. What, was, yes. what were you doing on there? Look, I was getting attacked by the uh, no, bots and the is, prostitutes on kick. Kick, and the, kick is really bad now, man. It's like, bad. I've never like, used kick it. Is like Why would you use it? Kick is like an entire child pornography. <gasps> oh, it's dark web? Hold on. Dude. Like, what is it? Like, is it like a messaging app? It's a messaging app. But listen, if you, look. Like Telegram or WhatsApp? Yeah, I don't but know it's anyone worse. Who's Listen, used so this. like, yeah, if you yeah. sign up for Kick right now, they doesn't they don't even ask you for like like even if they don't ask you for anything like age related whatever, and then you like sign up to Kick and you just get bombarded yeah. by like a bunch of like <coughs> like pedophilia, like a bunch Jesus. of shit that's like really nasty, man. Like Jeez. it's Kick should just like Kick's gotta go. But if if you look up. <laughs> No, I'm dead ass. Like, yo, if you go and try to like even look up things of of like kick related on YouTube or whatever, it'll show you like all these like really? terrible things about kick yeah, right yeah. now. It's like you, and it's not even by choice. Like, if you sign up, you will 100% run into all of these things. So, what Sorry, is bro. what does the interface look like? You sign in and then you pick a where you go. If you sign in, How they'll like show stuff? you all like, oh, talk to all these people, and it's like all these people are all pedophiles. Like straight yeah. up. So they give you an, a plate of pedophiles when you sign up. Pretty much. That's that's the, <laughs> and, that's the platform. And they're just you're supposed yeah. to be so you can meet. Allegedly, meet I don't know if, if Kick's gonna send them as a lawsuit or whatever. But I've, like, I've like, never used it. Nuts. Yeah, I've never I, used I, it. I don't even know what it looks like. I've never like. used it's it like crazy. regularly, but I had one basically. So you were, are a pedophile. No, I had. One. <laughs> I was given one. Okay. This is you not were a given, given a pedophile. No, friends. No, we're not doing this today. We're not doing this today. So what? So why would somebody create a kick? I, I think it's just like just sort like of WhatsApp? a marketing platform well, of some you, sort. You could talk to your friends on there too. Okay. Like you could like friend people had like kicks. And you could message friends, but also you could like get messaged by random accounts. Look oh, today, that like look up, look, just just get a why kick today, and you'll you'll I promise you. Why would I want to be messaged by random people? Just get just no, see. just that's, their, that's their thing. Just see. I'll, okay, I'll see. It's wild. <laughs> or, or just like just write kick on YouTube. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all these—it's not great. No, it's done. I, it's no. it's wild. But yeah, anyway, 
That's my story about all the other stories. And shit. Wow. So there's some poker was played, I think. I'm talking shit to Tom in the chat. He's trying to say that I'm Gen X. I'm like, you might be Gen X. Not all of us were born in the 70s. What were you, like 20 minutes after? Yeah. Uh, relax. Okay. Yeah, he was, he was just out of there. Yeah, he was like on the cusp. 19 minutes, 26 seconds after. I, I am cusp, but I am firmly days, in the millennial path. I Lamar, know. Be, man is 81. He's a little cuspier. Listen, I'm five months older than you, okay? Yeah, 81, 82, big difference. Big uh, difference. 81 is the... When did World War II finish? 1946. Oh, yeah, I was 12. 18. I said 19. What do you mean? Go back and listen to it. We will. My, my granddad was 15? I didn't say... You 16? want to bet? Listen, okay, listen to bet. how different the culture was back then. So my granddad, when World War II started, I think was 15 years old. And obviously they had a draft or whatever. He faked his age to go into the military. Hell yeah, this is fucking gangster. And be an MP. He was, a, he was an MP in Panama at 15 years old. Imagine. No, but in Panama, that's fine. Do you. Imagine yeah, taking orders in the government. Talk about, bro, that are you going to DR? Bro. You're 16 year olds strapped up. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, you're going over here, Berkey. Imagine <laughs> taking orders from a 15 year old with a gun. Yeah, that's what's going to happen to you when you go to DR. That's some you. shit, man. <laughs> you're going to take it and be like, be like, oh, you're thinking it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Paya, paya, puto pa paya. And you're like, what, what is he saying? I'm like, Berkey, you need to go over there. <laughs> this is why I'm not going to DR. <laughs> I was in the DR. I went to the kite surfing town. That's a great town. Um, Puerto Plata. Cabarete. Puerto Plata? Puerto Plata. Yeah. No, it's, but it was Cabarete. Cabarete? Yeah. She's coming, bro. Yeah, everyone's coming. Bro. It she was can great. Go. I'm I, not it's going. one of my favorite places I've been. Everyone was like amazing. Oh, Everyone is amazing. They're so nice. Like, I'm going, but so I'm, I'm, I'm standing right beside Chin. He's going to tell me where You're I can go fine. or I can't go. No, <laughs> there's a lot of places you can't I go. I know, and you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's a lot of places you can't go. Wherever you You're my guy. people on a scooter, don't go there. Oh, yeah, don't go on the scooter. I don't know these things. Yeah, there's a lot of little things. Three people on a scooter, don't do it. Yep. But it's so, funny because they put all these like red light districts next to all the all like the tourists, the tourist area. Yeah, it's like yeah. twenty minutes they're, away. They're yeah. smart, man. They know where business comes so, from. So, so, so. I really want to go the locals. Somebody in the chat goes, "I'm 81 too. I re I relate to Lamana, and I totally thought he meant 81 years old." <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I'm like, we got 81 year old. I was like, God damn, we got a whole new demographic yeah. out there. Oh, what up, Grandpa? For what it's worth, I do relate to 81 year olds. Man, it's well. nice to just be a Zoomer, man. He I does. Know. He sips his wine, I'm, falls asleep yeah, while watching exactly. TV on the couch. Right. I'm, I'm the tortoise, relaxing. so I, I move very yeah. slow like an 81 year old. You're a tortoise. I, I completely envision him having a chair like this in his house. Like, because uh, I just run back it's a lazy my granddad. Boy, right? Yeah, he has a rocking chair. Yeah, like my granddad used to sit in this like big comfy chair and he'd have the newspaper up and he's napping 100% of the time. Yeah. I, felt, so, like, I, felt, I fell asleep on the couch last night at 9 45 watching uh ultimate girls trip keep this shit to yourself it was after like three or four beers and like a big plate of uh barbecue and i was just done i was I absolutely used to, done it sounds I used to, great it sounds uh, like a great it was amazing night. <laughs> i was like listen we had a long week long where, week i, I didn't get much bar, sleep where's our barbecue where's our barbecue i've been slacking it's fucking listen, friday listen i'm a weekend warrior during the uh 
during, during the, the summer. <laughs> during the summer, so I don't have time for barbecue. Yeah, but once the series at both ends, ends, you know, he's I'm up gonna, at six a.m. Crack of dawn, he's asleep at nine. He, he, he's really stretching it out yeah. these days. <laughs> you got a big day coming up today, tomorrow, today, tomorrow, mini main. No, no, uh, Bounty. 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 Yeah, but gonna... it starts too late, man. It starts at noon. This guy's up at 5.45 when the sun rises. He's like, I can't be playing until <laughs> 2 a.m. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up before I'm the sun rises. I'm usually in the hot tub around 5 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't let these people talk shit about you, bro. As long as your woman's happy, you're good. Yeah. She's good. There you go. He watched his ultimate girls trip. Of yeah. course, I mean, of course, yeah. of course he's happy. They read in bed together. Good for him. So it's it's like you're struggling. I know. It's like single and they take uh, a bunch of girls from all the different franchises of Housewives and throw oh them all God. in the house together for a week. Shut the fuck up. Is Bethany on? What? Do they have Bethany on there? No, but they have Dorinda. Okay. Throw, yeah. him, <laughs> throw him in a retirement home. <laughs> Dude, a retirement room sounds great. Yeah. Man, you're like, you're like, no, seriously, you play like shuffleboard. This is a joke. Greg and Nicole's parents, uh, so there are friends out here, their yeah. parents both like moved to a retirement home in Florida. Did they, a retirement home? They live in the villages. Didn't Andy also didn't Andy's parents also go? And yeah, they live Andy's village. dad. Andy's dad lives in the villages too. Yeah, it's a big community of retired people. It's not a retirement <laughs> home. It's not a retirement home. It's not a retirement home. It's a retirement home. They're in their little golf carts around town. Yeah. Like, yeah. Howdy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys so cute? That doesn't sound amazing. I don't That's understand. So cute. Yeah. yeah. It's a re it's a retirement resort, is what it is. Yes, exactly. And they play they play. Highly competitive pickleball. Christian, really? it's not retirement home. It's retirement plus. It's retirement. <laughs> it's retirement. They plus. do. They, there's a lot of competitive pickleball. Do you this think is, that there's like they would work you guys. Wow, well, Matt, you'd love it there. This is yeah. this is where you're probably gonna go, Lake George. No. No. So you're gonna be, go you're gonna be like a Utah. Right. You're an idiot. Andy's Stop. dad go, would please. Please. Andy's dad would crush you. <laughs> I've played against Andy's dad, and no, he won't. Continue. Do you think that there is, like, serious tea that happens in these communities? Oh, oh shit. Shit. Everyone is fucking. That's what I'm STDs saying. STDs are so rampant. Right? In, in retirement homes. Like, they're all, homes. like, fucking Bro, have, other, We right? gotta go get the blue pill business in there. Like, the underground <laughs> blue pill <laughs> business. Be like, listen, yo, I got you. I got you. They Some counterfeits. No, on, on the low, though. Yeah, we got to get it They can't get a prescription because then, like, you know, Bethany's going to be like, why do you need all that? Nobody, you know? Everyone's no secret that everyone's old there. They yeah. know they're yeah, old. Yeah, but they. Yeah, every, they every night stand like, comes with a bottle of pills and a bottle of lube. Bro, they not slamming it down like that anymore. Old people's sex is like. Why low. did everybody in here say it's the highest rate of STDs in the country? Because it it's true. Stop. It's it's true. Syphilis spreads through through retirement <laughs> homes like because they just all fucking right. George is banging it out yeah. with Melinda and right and, and like, Sharin. When you're Bethany. 75, are you really gonna be like throwing a condom on? Come on. <laughs> yeah, nobody can get pregnant. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. You're banging like postmenopausal right. right. women. Yeah. Like you're Why safe. Why would they ever wear a condom? Yo, this shit is crazy. Well, so you don't get the sip? Yeah, but they don't you're care about that. You're your teeth in the bowl. <laughs> I don't want to think about getting old, man. Enough. No, we need to create enough. Lady, you're like 12. I know. <laughs> I don't want to think about what I'm 
80. I don't want to think about that. Wait, but here's the business. The what business is, is to create the green door for old people. Yeah. Wow. That's no, the business. That literally is Wait, girl, the business. How are we that is the Las Vegas retirement home that's built around the green door. Development and then we yes, have like the green door in the middle. The green door is a swingers club in, in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying we're gonna build it. Yeah. So yeah. if we do like a condo kind of like circle circle yeah. condos and then yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll call it the pink door. Okay. We'll, we'll make the pink it, door and we'll put the, it right in the middle, like an SSC. island. It's the SSC. It's the senior sex center. We stole it. I didn't steal it. I just gave you credit. I didn't steal it. I literally just gave you credit. No, that is crazy. Wait, wait, wait. that Melissa's joke? Yes. You fucked up, bro. No, no, no. How are you telling Melissa's joke? No, it's better coming from Landon. He's so innocent. That's so much funnier coming from him. Yeah, whatever. I'll just start feeding him my material. It's Listen, man, I can use a ghostwriter. My tweets suck. <laughs> <laughs> the little symbol can be like a little rocking chair. That's how you know when you see that. The wrinkly like, door. <laughs> oh, oh man, that, the wrinkly door. How did we get on this fucking talk? This might be the most. This is the tangent. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm done. I'm fucking done. Wait, are you talking? No, I'm done. I'm not talking anymore today. You know what? You, you don't have these moments. To I slam the chair. It's she's just getting... fucking unbelievable. You guys are so stupid. <laughs> You're God. stupid. The problem is, once the Conrad laugh track starts, we can't hear anybody else no. talk. Can you shit? And everyone's just talking at the same time. No, because you said it first, and I heard it, and it was good. Yeah, you're the kid in class who, when someone says the right answer, they whisper it, and then, oh, I'm the answer. No. That's, that's not what happened. She's getting insipid. She's getting insidious right now. That's not what happened. She said it. No one else heard it. So I was like, oh, I don't know if she's going to say it again or not. So now I was going to say it. Because I heard you say it. In this, in this scenario, though, you're definitely, like, the god girl in the back who's just like shut the fuck up <laughs> nerd yeah i was high as fuck in high school and i was pissed off at all the stupid nerds who thought they were like doing something it's like could you end up doing something did you see no. a scenario where like melissa's the one handing out a swirly in, like, a i was class? yeah no i was a bit of a bully yeah <laughs> you've never you never the boys were scared of when me i was a little bit bully yeah look, look Kids are fucked up. I just want to come out there and say that. They're Kids mean. are They're so fucked mean. up. Did any of you play any like sports where you had to get initiated? No. Fortunately, no. Uh, right, we yeah, did. but it was it was not like, not like baseball. Baseball was, is like the worst. A, it was baseball a, initiations it was in high school. This <laughs> no, this tradition bad. carried on for like decades in in our high school where like when you played baseball, I didn't want to play my freshman year because I was actually afraid of the initiations because the senior class that year was they were sick. They were fucking sick in the head, and I was terrified of what was going to happen. Um, but we, they had this initiation ritual where, one, you got, your, you got a wedgie until your boxers ripped off, and then they made a flag out of it. Yeah, why would they make a flag? Go I was ahead. smart. Anyway, go ahead. I pre-cut that shit. Yeah. Those things came off like tearaways. Learned that from Billy Madison. <laughs> uh, two, the worst kids, like the, the kids that were liked the least, would get fucking swirlies. And it's like, what a demeaning thing to do to somebody. And they would like... I'm like, not above giving someone a swirly. I don't believe you are in any way, shape, or form. Honestly, it'd be so much worse for line. a girl. It'd be so much That's worse for a girl. That's how you got the nickname Poo Dog Melissa. Huh? <laughs> uh, and then like in the basketball team, they would piss all over... The, the freshman what? in the shower. Okay, that's Damn, they, they really sucks. The basketball team would always shower together, and in the shower, they would piss all over the that's freshman. That's what yeah. my exes used to do to me. Piss all over you? 
Woo, in the shower. Yeah. You got some R. Kelly yeah, shit going on? Not sexually. They would do it because I would freak out. At least you're in the shower. As you should. Damn. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yo, I don't think anybody would like. Yo, what is happening with this? Yo, let's let's talk some poker. This is getting nuts. Yeah, dude. I think this is the perfect lead into Jungle Man. Of personally, <laughs> <laughs> I mean this this guy is on one on himself. Um, Jungle Man did the impossible. He won the PPC back to back. I say the impossible. Mizraki won it three times. Rasp won it twice. Now Jungle is a part of that list. Back to back. Back to back. Mizraki won it back to back. No, he did not. Never? No. Uh, but he did final table it three times, so he may have final tabled it back to back. Sorry, sorry. Four final tables. This was he may the have first back to back win of the PPC. Oh. Um, Incorrect. But he did the entire thing under this costume of Macho Man Dan, <laughs> which, again, I can't reiterate enough. The worst Macho Man impersonation oh, I've he's ever. He's Macho Man Dan, though. Yeah, A for effort. Yeah, it's Macho sure. Man Dan. It's I don't care. Don't try, to, don't try to bring him down, bro. Comparatively I, uh, speaking. This guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's like in five days he couldn't actually come up with a good bit by the end. <laughs> he said, like in his interview with Jeff, he said, comparatively speaking, like four times. Like, I guess that's his catchphrase. It's, it's also something a wrestler would never no. fucking say. But that's maybe why it's funny. It's because yeah. he's showing respect to his opponents who are in the wrestling world. Oh, here we go. Don't do that, yeah. It is indeed Macho Man Dan. And what is it yes. like for you to enter this final day of the PPC as the chip leader one year after winning this event? Listen, it's just like deja vu, you know what I'm saying? Because I remember last year and I remember it was all like I knew I was going to win. There was nothing, nothing. They weren't anything. Comparatively speaking, they weren't anything. And you know what? This time, this time, we're going all the way to the top. All the way to the top. To get there, you'll have to beat four other players. What do you think of their games? Four other players? I didn't even realize those seats were occupied. Listen, I, this Benny Glazier guy, he once played me on the internet, but not anymore can you hide your face on the internet, Benny Glazier, because now you're face to face with Macho Man Dan. And listen, comparatively speaking, comparatively speaking, he's like a grain of sand, and I'm like the entire ocean. And listen up, from this fort forward, this is gonna be the most important championship in the entire world. It's the Poker Players Championship, intercontinental battle. We got guys from Germany, we got guys from Japan, we got them from all over the world. Here to face Macho Man, and may, the cards may be stacked against me, but listen, none of it matters because I'm here to claim the title. Oh, yeah. That's all we need. Thank you for the time. Best of luck. Oh, and one more thing. One more thing. I know things are going to get a little rough out there. In case anyone feels like crying home to mommy or crying to their sister or, the, or their girlfriend that that changes their diapers, I got a little consolation prize. A little consolation, a little crying towel for them. So, in case anyone's feelings gets hurt, I'm there for you guys, I'm there. But other than that, it's gonna be total control. Oh yeah. Send you out to the ring, Holly. The nine's not one of them. So make it six outs once, as certainly the line.
light flickers harder than at any other point thus far for the Brazilian, whose rail is trying to will a queen, nine or a five, to hit this river. Is it there? No! And Daniel Cates has repeated as back-to-back -back PPC champion. You gotta, you give gotta the give the guy credit. He should just get a belt. They the, just... com the commitment to the bit he is made his own belt. grade A. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like Eddie gets it done. Like, he does. How yeah. Does he win it's the not tournament. like he's like the first person that busted the tournament or like got like a min cash. He won. Right. Again. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how he had a bit last year. He was Goku. It's amazing how super... someone who looks so stupid can be so smart. Oh, he is. <laughs> A remarkable human being. Oh my oh god. Man. He was out here drinking Senzu beans last year and now he's a different character. You know what? I, I want to see what Jungle's gonna be next year. I love it. I'm What's man, Jungle I'm gonna be next it. year? I don't know. I all I know is my man Mercier didn't play, and I need him in these fucking events, man. Like, my <laughs> team, team is, is struggling. doing terribly. Struggling. Like, what did you do? Oh, I forgot to like finally you, catch it's something. It's like you wanna wear makeup. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna openly remind you about that game you're supposed to make. Oh, I made it. I have it here. We'll talk about it after the fact. Oh, you nice. made it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, did any of you guys watch the coverage yesterday? Uh, some, but not much. I watched oh, some, yeah. I was watching Ultimate Girls Trip, remember? I know, yeah, I, was, I know the places... Well, man, I fell asleep before it even started streaming. Yeah. He was watching Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I find the, the PPC interesting to watch. It's kind of like watching Olympics to me, where you're familiar with a couple of the games... But like you don't know, like it's like watching curling, you know, like you kind of understand what's going on and you kind of can formulate a bit of a strategy in real time, but you're certainly not elite. But at the same token, it looks easy. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, how hard could it be to get elite? I'm watching fucking triple draw hands, like limit triple draw. It's like, how hard well, is it to figure this game out? That, that was the that was the problem. All jokes aside, I actually I did pull it up on my phone and I'm like watching TV and I had it on and I'm I'm looking at it. And I'm like. I can't like if I don't like fully commit to like putting it on the big screen and watching it and trying to figure out what they're actually doing. I can't like just sit here and have it on the side on my phone and it's not a side. It's not have, a side. No, yeah, yeah and have, have any idea. Be... Like if it's hold them, you just know it's like okay, here's what the you don't is. do anything on the side, right? I would love to learn mixed games. <laughs> I don't. Mixed games are fun. I would love to learn. Yeah. I'm not a Juicy Seven specialist. <clears throat> yeah. Will uh, you coach me? I know all the mixed games except for one. Oh, you. He's... Two, 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 two. Just Jack, Jack, Jack of all trades. Studs. You don't know Raz how to play Raz? The, I do the, know how to play, but I, I'm not. I, you're not, not a master yet. I'm not the a big thing that I noticed yet. watching is study. that particularly the limit games, <clears throat> it's it's so not obvious to me where the edge comes from. For mm. no limit or the big no, the games? Limit? No, 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 the limit games. The limit, the limit games. games, got it. Right, because it's like, uh, like listening to Norman and and Ali do commentary was actually very helpful because they're they're Norman seems to be like pretty sharp when it comes to the stud based games, uh -huh. and Ali's a mixed game player, so like he's relatively sharp. Right. So they're saying things like where, compared to uh, you know, it's like intuitive to me that like, oh, okay, he has a really strong hand here, he should probably raise it. Like, oh, that's still a small bet street, so he's gonna slow play. It's mm. like, ah, oh, okay, that yeah, makes some sense. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another situation where it's like um, Yuri was full on fifth. Jack's full hand. Yeah, didn't raise. Then chose not to raise sixth. And Jungle led on river. And they're like, well, he didn't raise sixth, so he's never raising seventh. Huh. And that was like not intuitive to me at all. Right. And then he raised seventh. He raised seventh, Cause he was, yeah. No, because he was getting free rolled. Like, he was getting free rolled for the... He had no low. Right. So he's getting... Yeah. Like, the raise with, with Jungle showing open aces is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, bro, like, he could just have a, the low and just like bomb it on you. What are you doing? Right. He, well, he could be scooping. 
Well, yeah, but even if he has a low, you obviously do not have a low. So you put in a raise, a third bet is going in on the river. Right. Or so it's like Or fold. Jungle had triple aces and he just folded. Yes, so like worst doesn't call he's, he's opening himself up to getting three bet on the Yeah, road. I understand. Yeah. Like worst doesn't call and uh the hands that are splitting or scooping obviously put in the third bet. No. That's not what he's saying. Even he's saying if he like, has if jungle has a low, even if he doesn't beat the, the high, high, he's gonna three bet. Did you the not river. hear what I just said? You're, you said I said they're splitting or scooping, we'll put in a third bet. Okay. Okay. He's just using his quick words, you know. It's okay, so yeah, uh, but but like you know that stuff isn't necessarily intuitive if you're not familiar with the mixed game strategies. Uh, they're very helpful in the commentary sense there, but at the same token, it's like it's limit. So like I just don't, my mind just explodes. You like, just only have so many bets. That's the thing. Yeah, I get that part. Obviously, that that's that's very yeah. uh, intuitive to me, but. I guess like the the edge then comes from gaining and saving, you know, basically like yeah, a percentage of a bet yeah. here and there. Oh, and then also getting the 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 big bet street is it's helpful. Right, like if you get never that missing big bet a street, bet. So, yeah, it's yeah, 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 never missing a bet and yeah, right. saving bets. There was there was yeah, there was some things, that, and honestly, maybe like it's also probably just likely that there are mistakes being made yeah. that even to the naked eye, maybe you pick up on. Like there was a spot, spot where, um. Jungle had a four flush on fifth in stud. He had a four flush and uh, maybe like it was, I think it was relatively concealed. I think he was showing like two spades and possibly uh, three to a straight maybe. Okay. Uh, and then two spades under the, under the hood. He was a big favorite going, uh, going into sixth. And the third player uh, was basically committing himself. So he had two big bets left. And I think that, Yuri either bet that's either bet fifth or checked in jungle bet one or the other. Uh, but I think Yuri bet jungle chose not to raise, which makes yeah. sense. You want to bring along the, the short stack, of Plus course. It's a split pot game, right? Yeah. No, I, I think it was just stud high. Uh, but yeah, you could be right, it, it could have been eight or better. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, the short stack then, who seems to be very committed to his hand, he had a pair of sixes. I think it was stud eight. I think he had a pair of sixes and either three or four to a low. Okay. Uh, he just calls now, which I thought was shocking. Because he's drawing for half. Yeah, I understand, but he only has one big bet left, and uh, now he's going to be in some weird spots on the turn where he bricks sixth and faces a bet. And that's exactly what happens. He pulls a queen on sixth. So now I think he has like uh, three to a, Yeah, he had three to a low. So he had three to a low and a pair of sixes. Mm -hmm. And then pulls a stone brick queen on sixth. And now jungle still has like a four flush and like three or four to a low. And Yuri has like kings. And they check through to him. And I was just like shocked that they wouldn't put in the, the final bet to, make, to, to commit him to being all in. Because like he has to kind of go for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the pot's too big. So they end up checking down to, to seventh. Jungle makes his flush. Yuri only has a pair of kings. Yuri leads now. Jungle raises with his flush, and uh, the short stack now folds with one bet behind. Did he make a low? No, he didn't. Oh, no, no, he wasn't even yeah, drawing yeah, to a low. Yeah, 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 he yeah. made two pair, though. He improved the two pair. Uh -huh. Two fives and threes, which is obviously dust facing a, a, a bet and a raise. But I thought that was, like, ICM-wise at least, uh, very strange to me that Jungle as a massive chip leader on the come there wouldn't just always put the short stack all in. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know shit. Right? Like yeah, I literally right. don't know anything. 
Uh, it just seems strange to me that like you would ever want to allow somebody to re retain one one big bet left. Mm -hmm. uh, he ends up spinning. Like uh, I think it was like no limit the next next hand or something like just that. And he ends up like running it up to like one point one and then doubles again. So he runs it all the way back up to like the equivalent of uh, you know five or six big bets for yeah. the big bet rounds, but uh, you know couldn't do anything with it. Uh, so swingy, man. So swingy watching these mixed games play out. I thought Yuri's like easily my new favorite player. This kid is like so composed and so well put together at the table. Didn't have anything bad to say about Jungle like when they're interviewing him, even though like it was clear he was a little bit put off by the bit and annoyed by everything. Like, you know, Jeff kind of asked him, he's like, you know, how do you feel like playing with, with uh, Macho Man Dan or whatever? He's like, I wish I could wear headphones. Like that was the meanest thing that he could say. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was a situation where they were playing 08 and Jungle ended up scooping in a spot where, uh, you know, when they play the split pot games, they just keep the bets in front of them. Right. And uh, Jungle, I think, they either split or Jungle, uh, they either split or um, Yuri scooped. Uh, but whatever the case was, Jungle had 600k, like, situated around his bets in some way, shape, or form. And so Yuri ended up pulling it in and just immediately recognized, like, I'm heavy here. I have too many chips. He's like, I think I grabbed 600k of yours, yeah. which was a lot. It was like a few big bets at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and they just, like, immediately paused the tournament get the chip counts off the the graphics come back he's like yeah i'm supposed to have 15 i have 15.6 like this is yours and like i think stuff like that is really important to highlight because it's not like he could have gotten away with it uh you know or, or maybe he could have i don't know but he like some, somebody but it shows how self-aware <laughs> of he didn't or, try yeah. Well, that's, not that's even not thing. even just that. Like, I'm I'm not even. He's aware of the game and what's happening. Exactly. He has that's the eagle eyes on. I yeah. always notice when people are like that at the table. I had someone like that at my millionaire maker table, and he he was noticing like everything. And he, I I talked about this with Steve O'Dwyer too when I was commentating on yeah. him. Ooh. He noticed who was peeling their cards incorrectly and fingerprint marking by accident. Like he was like, "Oh, you dropped a chip yesterday um, under the table. Did you ever find that?" Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just like the people who are like tuned into literally everything that's going on, like they're dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the point I'm trying to like it's not even that he's ethical. Like I think that's amazing too, but he's so fucking sharp. Yeah. Like he's just so locked into everything mm -hmm. that I would be <laughs> Jumbo didn't give a shit. Like he I don't even think he would have cared if he would have kept the 600 by his demeanor. You know, like he didn't even say thank you for pointing that out or anything along those lines. And He's it's just like, like I don't care. I'm going to win guy, anyway. Yeah, yeah this guy you clearly licked the fucking oh, frog yeah. before the show and yeah. just like expects to win and doesn't care what happens. Divine intervention is set in. Yeah. But like Yuri, man, like I would be shook by that. I'd be like, man, this guy is on top yeah, of quick. it. Like yeah. I better not make any yeah. mistakes did, in any of these games. Did you see the hand where, um, Jung oh, I know you saw it. But where Jungle uh, makes a bet of 600k and Yuri goes to call. And oh, yeah, Jungle he just, just mucks his hand. Yeah. There yeah. was another one that I, I missed. I just called. He's like, I oh. call. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh. There was another hand that I missed. Uh, I saw Farrah tweet about it and then Phil reply. And uh, it happened before I tuned into the coverage, but... <laughs> Uh, Fair is like I've never seen Phil laugh so hard yeah, at a as, as Jungle's misclick that just happened. I think it was in, in stud or something like that. And he replies, "Well, he tried to check call the flop and ended up four betting instead." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man, there's something to this like not caring, like that Yuri guy. Yeah, nice guy, right. but he cares too much, man. Mm -hmm. Like the it's other, true. like. The, 
He's like, oh, you have 600K of mine? Sure, you should have just kept it. Bet. Macho man. And he just wins. And like, here you go. Here's your bracelet. Yeah, here's your trophy. Oh, here you go. Here's the bracelet. Here's, here's all the money. Glory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. man, Crux's been tweeting about this for like the last couple days. Maybe divine <laughs> intervention really is a thing. Like, jungle might make us all believers. This guy literally, I don't even know if he tried to play well. He was just like, I'm just in the seat, man. The cards are going to take over. Destiny is mine. He was at a four to one chip deficit at one point. It's of like holding there was the chip never, never, never a doubt. Never a doubt. Really never a doubt. Like, last like last year he was like a what twenty to one dog at one point. Like didn't have that many yeah. chips. I mean we don't he need to get big, in the he had one the, big blind left. Lang ended his life. Just call. It's over. The the myth of Jungle Man mm. never happened. This is why the guy believes in divine this intervention. Divine intervention. <laughs> yeah. He got a guy oh, yeah. to fold getting 20 to 1 with clearly the best hand. Bro, Lang retired, man. He's a filmmaker now. He's done. I love Lang. I saw him. I saw him. Yeah, like, bro, this wasn't a marginal spot. He didn't fold bottom pair in a spot where Jungle, like, ripped one more big blind with a gutty. No, he had top pair. <laughs> See, so if that's any message out there, you might be the chosen one. That's right. Probably not, but you might be. Man, this so might just get trying. me down to that 10K turbo today. <laughs> it might just be enough. Hey, you're playing it. We literally talk about this all the time. We see the people that win tournaments, like in their individual instances, are chosen. Someone has to be chosen. That but, part's true. But Why the only person that could be chosen is a person that registered the event. Mm -hmm. You can and, only be chosen and, if and, and, and is open to being chosen. And yeah, sure. and not allow yourself to be chosen. You I and not care about yeah. the event. I think I've given up on the idea that I'm ever chosen. That's the problem. Well, that's yeah, why you're right. You're not getting you're chosen. Probably, you gotta find the no. soul. When I was young, you're losing your soul. Look, I'm, you're right. You're 100 percent right. You're Look, I'll never forget this for the rest of my life. One of the most uh, meaningful conversations that Jason Kuhn and I have ever had, and it's funny because like I'm reducing all the conversations we've had down to the just this one. But <laughs> it was like 20, 2013. And uh, I had bubbled a 1K where I made a dumb play and rejammed deuces for like 22, uh, like cutoff versus, versus like middle position or something like that. And it was just like me, me spazzy. Like 22 blinds was short to me. Not to what it's approved. Yeah, no, I was yeah. used to just like having chip lead whenever I put my chips in the bag. And back then, like it was very feasible, right? So I just torched my stack and I ended up fucking bubbling this 1K. He goes on to final table it with baseballity. Hanks, I believe, and a few others that like we're all friends oh, with. Was that one? Is that one Brent one? No, or? it was another one. Um, it wasn't even like that massive. First was like maybe three hundred or something like that. But Jason ends up final tabling it, and uh, it was notable because when I busted, he had six big blinds at the end of day one. Like I, I don't know if he bagged six blinds, but like we were we were minutes away from bagging. It was literally mm -hmm. the hand for hand yeah. moment. So he had six blinds, and I, I walked up to him at that final table, and I was just like, how do you do it, man? And, and remember, this is like pre-solve Jason Kuhn, right? Like, so we were just live guys. We were straight live guys back then. And he's just like, you just got to have the heart, man. You just have to have he's the fucking right. heart. He's so right, though. Like, it wasn't anything quantifiable. It wasn't any sort of strategy or anything like that. It was just like, everybody here plays so bad and so face up. You have to have the heart to just muck ace-queen to a yeah. three-bet sometimes. Yeah. Yes. And it was just like, I've been trying to tell you guys this all summer. He was right. He was <laughs> so, it, the only one with cashes in the room. It's, <laughs> that's some deep runs. It I sat with me cream. so much. And I ended up having a massive summer that year where it was just like, honestly, I, I look back on it and it's so dumb because I'm not actually speaking to anything we have any control over. But I made Bro, a lot of fucking crazy. We do have control over it. You had control over it. 
Yeah, you? the deuces for sure. Like, like that, that's, that's just a spot of being more careful. Yeah. You know how many? You know how many people have fifty big blinds, lose like get it all in good against a thirty big thirty five big blind stack, and then just left with fifteen, and then just dust it yeah, off immediately. Yeah, Whereas like you have fifteen big blinds, you can. Get that back to 50 very quickly. This is the like, difference between like cash or, or like, game and tournament mindset. It'll last a lot longer. Like, yeah. Like, with, but people uh, just give up. Yeah. And then it's with over. With like 36 left in the 1500 six max, I was chip leader wire to wire. I bagged chip lead day one. I bagged chip lead day two and go, or uh, sorry, this might've been like near the end of day two, but I came into day two chip lead. I maintained it most of the day and uh, ended up getting at a table where um, uh, MIG, uh, MIG.com was, oh, was to my yeah. right. And we were both super deep. So we're battling all day. I'm getting in a bunch of three and four bet pots versus him, whatever. Uh, and, you know, the structure eventually just catches up. So we're about 50 effective. I have him covered by like 15 blinds or so. And blind versus blind, he raises, uh, I call, I believe, with queen jack. And it just comes queen jack six or something to that effect with two spades. He checks, I bet, he raises, I jam, he snaps. And he just has nine, ten of spades. <laughs> and just rips it right off on the turn. And now suddenly I have 15 bigs. But there was like 36 left. So yeah. I cared so much. It was the best 15 blind strategy uh -huh. I've ever yeah. played. If that had happened day one... I'm never bagging that event. <laughs> right, right. But you have to treat that 15 big blind stack when there's a thousand people the same as when there's 36. You do, but there's also the gameplay is also hard. very it's different. Not, like you can just do it. Right, like, but the gameplay is also very different. People are a lot more cautious themselves you with can 36 get shoves left. Through more and yeah. sort of chip up that way. I, on, th this is the crazy thing. Yeah. I chip back up to 40 bigs, uh -huh. never showing down a hand. Yeah, yep. there was a Venetian tournament. It was like the last 20 minutes of the day, and I think I was down to like 11 bigs, and then I just kept like jamming. And then I ended up like bagging like thirty. Yeah. No one, no one wants to call at the end of the day. This is why oh. you jam pre, because when they fold, you just win. Well, yeah. I, was, I was actually yeah. doing the opposite, and it won't work now. But people were so bad at like post flop play <laughs> mm. back then. You, you get away with it. I was limping a lot. <laughs> I would just oh. like limp. Yeah. Suited one gappers and then stab for one blind. Yeah. And they're folding like bottom pairs. They just <laughs> right. don't know to call. Right. You know, they don't know to call hands that have equity. They're just like, oh, he's trapping. And I don't want to get involved because mm -hmm. they only have 25 blinds or yeah. 24, whatever, you know. Um, and then eventually, by the time I finally did get all in and be called, uh, I had the guy covered and it was a flip. I just like won with fives. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, yeah, it, it's weird because all of my success came before the average field got a lot more educated yeah so all the little hacks and things that i could do that represented having heart so to speak have kind of left me and now it's very hard to deviate away from what i know to just be winning right so yeah back then i could exploitively fold ace queen because a i didn't know how much it was winning mm -hmm. by just not folding mm -hmm. and b you could just look a guy in the yeah, face but and just you're be also like, still i mean when you're in these 1k fields it is very much like the people you were playing back sometimes then. yeah so probably sure. that stuff a lot of it is still relevant like, yeah yeah just, i mean i busted the 3k in similar fashion where similar I, ranges i landed that, on like, river with 20 blinds uh where i missed a nut flush draw but rivered the ace and uh it had checked through on the flop and then there was a big check raising on the turn, and it was a double flush draw board on queen eight, six, three, two hearts, two clubs. Mm -hmm. And I have ace, deuce of clubs. So I unblock yeah. literally all the combo draws. I river the ace, and he jams for like quarter pot. So I'm just getting infinite to one. But the reality is just like, well, nobody's 
making mistakes enough that they have bluffs here. Yeah. Like that's just I'm it's just not 910. Yeah. It's supposed to be. It just never is. It's supposed to be sometimes. And it's like I almost feel like I'm punting off my tournament calling that last 20 bigs, but it's just like can I really convince myself that he never has worse 15% of the time? Yeah. Yeah. The answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I but I can't to, convince myself of it. I just pulled up um, Chris Crock's tweet, tweets from a couple days ago. Yeah. I swear to God, if someone folds top pair and limit hold them to Jungle Man for a half a small bet all in two WSOP PPC final tables in a row, and I have to listen <laughs> to three more weeks of Crockster, do you believe in the poker gods? Or Crockster, do you believe in destiny? <laughs> I will hand myself. He might hang himself. <laughs> yes. But th this is, th you, do you believe? Bro, jungle no. question is, do so, you believe? No, jungle I used just to. showed you. you know it's what? funny. I, I used to and I had success through believing. Now I don't believe. I actually like have this like model in my brain that is like when we're playing, there's a bunch of dead poker players mm. that are watching and they want the most entertaining outcome for them. Right. So they're bet they're betting. That's a scary fucking model. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just I, that's like somehow your game is the horse races, and they're just in yes. the they're the in yeah, the in and they're the stands. they're up there, and they're like, okay, put put, sweats, a, yeah. put a spade on the turn. <laughs> Let's make this interesting. Bro, that's kind of demonic. He had the audacity to bring the bracelet he won last year to that's day wild. one registration <laughs> of the PPC, and then won this bracelet. <laughs> no, and then, yeah, and then he had it sitting Amazing. at the final table the entire time, just on the table. <laughs> See, like God, the balls on this guy—it's oh, incredible. It. Uh, you got to believe, man. You just believe. It's well, like he Tinkerbell. said his friends had a dream that he won the main event, so he's gonna play the main event this year. What if he, he wins the main? He claims he's gonna win. I what will if he wins? say though, like with tournaments, it does—it is helpful for me to just sort of visualize like the length of the tournament, like sort of like okay, yeah. the goal is to get to the final table here, so like realistically that's a long way from now like that sort of puts it in i used to struggle with that a you lot you know that it's like you don't need to win all the flips right now you just need to like you can coast like yeah. just take oh, your, it just gave, it play the, the cards in front of it you it had the total opposite effect on way me. long away like, it had the total opposite effect on me when i had that that like long vision uh -huh. of just like wow the final table was so far away yeah. it gave me anxiety and made me punt oh really yeah it mm. made me like it, it made me want to capture all the chips now well, so that I could, like, buy yeah. time. It's like, basically. I break it up into, like, like smaller goals, right? Of make dinner at, break, make the yeah, bag, right. make the next day. Or, like, make, if, if I go, if, it, if we're in the money, like, okay, this is the next page jump. Mm -hmm. Like, is this a big page jump? Like, just going page jump by page jump, right. see, like, which, yeah, you know. Yeah, when you break it up like that, it doesn't seem so I don't think of it, unachievable. I don't think of it in any of those terms any longer. I just think of it in, like, the pre-money phase, post-money phase, and play my stack depth. Yeah. Like, I, I have a lot of calmness around playing MTTs now. Yeah. But I also just have a lot of acceptance that they're volatile and yeah. you just get wrecked. You just have to play day in and day out. You have to keep playing. Yeah. Do you visualize winning? No. I did. The last time I did was the, the, uh, funny. The last time I had a great year playing MTTs, well, I was working with Elliot. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I visualize. Yeah, Joe McKean said in his podcast he was visualizing winning. And, man, I don't know. I, I just feel like, why do you always think everything foo-foo? 
and you know what like that is so it's such a humanly egocentric way of thinking that you think that everything that you can sense and quantify is all that exists no i don't think that's all that exists i i'm not i'm not arrogant enough to think that i can control around you yeah that the world revolves around me and that i can control these variables and no, the problem that with that is what you're like ignoring is that there's certain things like there's so much going on in our subconscious you might be making subconscious like little decision tweaks like, along the way and like so if you are like visualizing a steady goal in mind like you're telling your subconscious and your conscious mind like this is what I would like to accomplish. Instead of instead of maybe your subconscious drifts off, oh, I'm the worst or fuck this. And then like suddenly you're making little things that you might like, that might be a little self-sabotaging. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's a really great way to calibrate yourself in the near term. I, yeah. I think that the problem is when you, it, like if you fully buy into that, mm. like look, I, I think it's an amazing hack. Yeah, and I'm not trying I to downplay it. what it does for what, people. The visualization stuff. Visualization, like uh, it's a calibration tool. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. legit have a vision board behind. Yeah, you. visualization, <laughs> manifesting, all these things. What's like, on the fears I, list? Huh? Yeah, what are you fears fear? list back there? Oh, we can't see it on. It's above the dead money. Wow. We can't see it. <laughs> They're real. Uh, <laughs> they, they exist. But love. It I, says I, time. Do you fear time? Of course, I fear time. Holy shit! Who doesn't fear time? That's deep, man. Time is time. Let me list these. Uh, the, the thing is, is that like, it's not that I don't believe that there's a time and place for it. It's not that I don't believe that it has impact. I do, but it's exactly what you said. I believe that we're just hacking yeah. our own failures. Our intention. Bro. We're right. hacking our intention. So like big picture, I resist it because I think that it prevents, uh, it prevents a certain level of growth. So like, as far as poker goes, I should just do it. Yeah. Right. Because the results are important. Yeah. But as far as life goes, I feel like hacking life in that sort of way is not great. Like imagine that, imagine that you kind of like took that approach with relationships. I mean, you, sh you should move intentionally. I think in the world in general. intentionally. Yes. But believing that you can control the uncontrollable. No, I don't think it's necessarily that, but it's put trying to put yourself in the best position possible mentally, subconsciously, consciously. Yeah. I think the core of what you're saying has a lot of, uh, of merit to it. Yeah. What I'm saying it, off of that is it also takes a lot of belief. Like you can't just half heart it. Yeah. And a lot of times people who buy in fully to that belief also start to buy into the bullshit that they can control the uncontrollable. Yeah, they can do yeah. anything they yeah. want. Everything will work out because they believe it to be exactly. Yeah, you take when you, something like the law of attraction too seriously, right. and you're like, well, it's, I can just manifest a Ferrari. Wait, when you start yeah, to put that yeah, manifest no. destiny yeah. idea into you like get, things like relationships or things like um, personal finance or whatever, things where you actually should be taking a lot of culpability right. and responsibility for like how you intentionally right. approach these things. Now it becomes, in my opinion, a I bit mean, of a I problem. Think, yeah, I mean, when I'm like doing stuff like that, I'll never be like. I am going to win this. Like, I, but I'll always say, remind myself, my intention is to win this. Mm, like, that's some choice shit. Is it? <laughs> yeah, that, that's literally the phrasing they use. Well, I do it. They set without, your daily so intentions. So I didn't have to pay shit, and uh, they don't have any dirt on me. The irony, though, man, choice center attendees crush MCTs. Yeah, because they're <laughs> none, of, none of them are good at cash. Uh, that's funny. None of the choice center people are good at cash. Oh, none really? of them. They're all cash punters. So, so maybe hilarious. there's a little destiny stuff going. But on? MTTs, there might be some survivorship mm -hmm. bias there. MTTs, they some they a lot mash. of survivorship bias, man. A lot of survivorship. Whatever, man. They across bias. the board mash. Yeah, MTTs. I, yeah, it's true. Like, so why didn't we all go before the series started? I'm a cash game player. That's why. So are you. Yeah. But what if we we're go and start a, a cash game segment there? I don't. 
Like we start, we start it. No, yeah. the we reason why it doesn't work there. for cash. Let's start our own. Yeah, we start our own. The we, reason we why it doesn't work for stop. We already have the sex center now, and now we can. We have a choice. The reason why all the choice center people suck at cash is because the entire thing is built around controlling the uncontrollable and setting short-term goals that are attainable. That sounds great. So NTTs have an endpoint. Cash doesn't. You go dealer by dealer, okay? Down by down. That doesn't motivate humans. The the cash score at the end of a tournament is Antonio winning sixteen million. Just play bigger. Eighteen. Just play bigger. Eighteen guys. million. Just play bigger. <laughs> Don't. There's no sure. bigger to play, man. Bigger. I want to play as big as humanly possible. I can bigger. get into a ten twenty game. <laughs> you remember that Kobe commercial? Is like, like how much how, how much harder than to work? Harder. Okay. Like just harder. when will I see Berkey playing at Resorts World though? Oh, damn. I told Shashimi I would come if she invited me. I would throw a fucking She'll party in that you game. Whatever. I'll throw a party in that game. Okay, like, what a blast from the past. I want to see you playing Muhaha behind yeah, me. Yeah, what a blast from the past. I will film it. It will be so I get so to play funny. like literally 17 people that I built my life role off yeah. of. <laughs> I mean, I, I, can, I should be, shake I'll, all their I hands and thank them. I will be in that game, but I'll be in the lower one That's next fine. to you. I'll go around and like literally shake all their hands personally and be like, thank you so much. You have no <laughs> idea how impactful you've been to my career. Thank you so much. <laughs> You did this for me. You did this for me. Wow. Can thank Billy yeah. for being the first person who really challenged me. Wow. He was the first person I actually built a counter strategy for. Really? Yeah. He did it work? played so many hands mm -hmm. and we played so deep stack yeah. that I had to come up with like a counter strategy to, to like curb my risk whenever it's so high variance versus him. yeah because it was it was one of those things where it's like you couldn't just aggressively three bet him yeah because he would call I know that's how that's how it is in my game right I'm like he's just three betting me with ace four off but like I want to four bet him but he's never gonna fold because I've literally seen him in four bet pots with like worse so yeah. so it's like you you needed to figure out a way to manage SPRs because like it's like okay so I three bet him a lot and then he just calls, and our SPR is still 25. Yeah. It's like, well, fuck me. Yeah. No. He's just in there with any two. No. no. Fuck him. Bet, bet, bah. No, you're out of position with jacks, and bet, bet, bet. you're playing against a guy with any two. It's like, yeah. overcards come a lot. It's so cool. hard to Check. range bet. them. Call. So instead, I just, like, started trapping. So like, he would open, and I would just, like, defend jacks from the small. Mm. And, like, you know, because he's playing so many hands. This is he's, good for me to know. He's forced into a passive node post a lot. Because he'll have like marginal showdown value right. or, you know, realize he can't get a bluff through on certain textures. Right. And I'll never forget, we were playing the Trash Talk Tuesday game and we played a big pot where I called Jack's pre and, you know, picked off his like queen five suited for many, many streets. And he's just like, you just called, huh? And I'm just like, got him. That was now me when that him. girl flatted ace king versus me. And then we had like two pair versus two pair. And I was like, you didn't three bet? <laughs> <laughs> no three bet. Yeah. So, all right, nice hand. Yeah, you yeah. just win. Go through that. All right, before we get out of here, I do want to talk about uh, the main event. That's the the big the big steak on the plate, if you will. Uh, it starts event? Sunday. Is that day one? Yeah. Day one is First Sunday, one. the third. Probably, I, I imagine none of us will play Sunday, um, which means that we could do our draft on Monday. So I came up with some fun parameters. You guys can let me know what you think. Oh yeah, uh, you guys are going down. Yo, if anybody's actually, I'll be draft. playing on Monday the fourth <laughs> if I bag the the bounty. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, just FYI. Just so, so you guys know, it's a noon start or eleven a.m. start. I would think eleven a.m. Good. Just to let you guys know, last year there was thirty nine hundred in the mini main. There's already five thousand in there. Bro, I, we have to wow. play. It's so stupid. <clears throat> I'm not playing. 
Oh, you had heart. He's gonna don't, play the don't go game. in with that nah, mindset. Go in with the mindset. I'm no, gonna win. No, the mindset this. of you don't care is gonna win. If I'm gonna play anything, it's gonna be the 10k. It's gonna be the 10k. That's fine. Between like you cannot care, but also have to care enough to go. To have heart. Yeah. So it's a weird. No, because you're not supposed to care about busing, and but then when you're there. You're like, well, I'm already here. Nothing Might as well makes play me good. feel like safer about my all in than the other person being terrified. Yes. All I'm right. Like, so go ahead. Uh, so we'll, we'll figure out what's going on with the main event. Some of us may be playing Monday. I don't know. Um, but for the fantasy draft, I think 10 players sounds fun. Because, you know, we have to give ourselves a shot. This yeah. Is a, probably an 8,000 person field, maybe more. Uh, so 10 players each. <laughs> Five just normal players. Anybody you want in the world, you draft them, and their whatever cash they cash for just counts, right? Mm-hmm. But then we have five special slots with multipliers. Mm. Okay, so there's a captain spot. You can put anybody in the world in the captain spot. Okay. Two x multiplier. Whatever they cash for, double put myself in. Yep. You double it. Anyone okay? in the world? Anybody doesn't okay. matter. No restrictions. Okay. okay. So you get two x their cashing if they cash there. We have. A long shot spot mm-hmm. has to be somebody with a hand and mob score under 500k, or sorry, a hand and mob total you. under also 500k. Put <laughs> <laughs> I have about 8,000 on hand and mob. Perfect. You can put yourself he right chose in there. this number because mine was 550. Correct. 5x multiplier for that slot. Oh, yes. Like so whatever this. they cash for, you get 5x, Sick. right? That's the long shot. Mm. We, have, we have the journeyman, okay? This spot is. You could choose anybody whose first score was pre-Black Friday. Ooh, okay. So somebody who's been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. They get an extra 50K added to whatever they cash for. Nice. I know who I'm doing for that. I, I, myself. I, I know too. <laughs> we have one rising star. Huh. And this is, you could choose anybody under the 25 or under. Okay. Great. They get an additional I 50K added to their, to their score. Brian will also be putting himself again. The final, <laughs> Not that one. you guys are going to love this one. The final special character. Yeah. Is a Kessler. A min casher. A min casher. (laughs) So you can choose anyone in the world to put into the slot. They get a 2x multiplier on anything they cash for, but it's capped at 200,000. So if they cash for more than 100K, it doesn't matter anymore. I'll also put myself in that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one for you, Brian. So the expectation is that this person will never finish better than like a hundredth in the main right. event. I like this. This is a fun game. Yeah, man, like, that's good. No, that's, that's really that's good. Spot. So mean. I'm putting Ronnie Butter right in the fucking Kessler spot. What? Putting Ronnie Butter right in the fucking Kessler spot. Ronnie Butter is my absolute pick the click for the Kessler. Kessler's oh, rise up. I'm kind of a Kessler. You keep telling yourself that. Ronnie Butter's cashed the main event like 18 times. Actually, he might go in my journeyman. I think I'm gonna swap with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good swap. Swaps Just send him a dick. Got a lot of good you gotta send him a dick pic back though. Uh, yep. It's it's pre wrecked. Should I post a picture of my feet and say I'm looking to swap for the main? You can do whatever you want. Post a picture of your feet and say you're looking for new shoes. I am Red bottoms on bleeding. Yeah. Somebody out there will buy you some shoes, I bet. So I'll yeah, share I'll, I'll share the, the details the of this game. Of, hey, what sh- what size shoe are you? Should we should we gamble this one for money? Because yeah. there are other people like in our friend group who I think would be involved. Yeah. Let's do it. So like maybe I'll spread this out. Bucks? Uh, I'll send. send out. I'll send Wait, out. I thought this was like a like a 10k free roll provided by you. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Why? It's sponsored I, by. What you mean? I thought it was sponsored. Sponsored by something. Right? Getting created right now, and we were gonna charge big to everybody. How rich do you think I am? Sponsored by GG Poker. 
Sure, Ooh. sure. Wow. Uh, honestly, like know, this is something that maybe we can get formulated for next year because yeah. this would be very easy to data. If we could have, uh, if we could get a hold of the entire Hendon Mob database, it'd be very easy to create drop-down menus of these yeah. qualifications. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't take much. We could probably get Evan to create it for us for way too much money. Way too much. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Dude. Main event time. It's finally main event time. It's mini main time. Bounty. What about the bounty? The big million dollar Listen, bounty. Million dollar bounty. Wait, hold on a sec. They're going to get... So you said they got already 5,000 people for the mini main? Bro, we have to go play the mini main. Let's get out of here. Okay. That's true. I have Just to know that they're going to get, get 15,000 people 20. for this. 20? I'm calling 20. 20,000 people when for the bounty. Did it bring down get so down bad. there. I'll take the... Let's put it this way. I think a, I think a good over-under is like 16.5, and I feel like I would take the over. So there's going to be $20 million in the prize pool? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. 300 no. comes out for the bounty, yeah, but 17. still, no, they can't 10 handle 15. that many people. That's a lot. Wait, it's only 300 for the bounty? <sighs> 300 takes out, they It'll take be 14 million. I think it's going to be like roughly million. 12 to 14 million in the, in the regular prize pool and roughly. That means 1.2 for first. Definitely over a There's million no for first. But I don't think we're. I think it. it'll be a million to first. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. I don't yeah. think we're gonna see. Million that. for I the bounty. Really million for first. I'm plucking both, baby. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I you got ten percent. I'll tell you right I now. I want, I want, listen. I want. I want to cancel my piece. You're way too excited. You're way too excited. No, 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 no. You're making a big mistake. You're making a big mistake. Okay, take it. Take more. You're right. I have a lot. You're right. He's never gonna win the tournament. Okay, good. He's never gonna win the tournament. Got it. He's definitely gonna pluck a big bounty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. how this works. Yeah. yeah, it is. The excited people just don't do. You want to know why he's a bad buy in the bounty, yourself. though? <laughs> why what? You're not excited. You want to know why he's a You're bad? You're excited, but you also don't care. You want to know why he's a bad buy in the bounty? He's not gonna call off loose enough. Why? Yeah, he's not, he's not gonna bust enough people. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. bust. You should just see how many people I bust in the you classes. You gotta call off loose. Like Jack six people. suited. You're like gonna call. I bust a lot of people in the classes. I did. I'm excited for the bounty. All right, let's let's roll. I'm excited for the bounty. Coin flex. Coin flex on Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're calling 17, you're calling 22. Yeah, there's really nothing to talk about with CoinFlex. Doug didn't really say anything yet, but we did see that he took down his sponsorship from his profile. So we'll talk more once he releases his statement on Monday. Yeah. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Woo! Stay tuned. Monday, we'll be giving our picks to click for the WSOP Fantasy Draft. Uh, we'll all be looking to have that million-dollar score in the bounty and playing the main event. If you haven't already, please like, subscribe, leave a comment below. Uh, also on Monday will be a new, another episode of On Second Thought. If you guys haven't already, please check out Poker Out Loud and On Second Thought on our website, solvefor.io. That's it for us. Enjoy the weekend, you filthy animals. We'll see you back here Monday, July 4th. Let's Luck in the main.